But we do need to kick off the show on Big V Racing here today with the Country Racing Show. We've got all the racing news and people from around Victoria, racing's greatest state. Welcome along to Coleraine, Bendigo, Ballarat, Waterball, Bet365, Geelong. And good morning, everybody, from Swan Hill. Welcome to the South Turf Club. Already. Ah! Off they go. For Country Racing Victoria, this is the Country Racing Show. Where we belong. It's time for the Country Racing Show and uh, looking forward to catching up with Tom Conlon and Billy Egan shortly on the program. But the star of the show, Nikita Ross, is back from holidays. Uh, Happy New Year to you, Nikita. Same to you, Matt um, and Sean. Good to be back in studio. And I did hear Matt mention a few times this morning that he feels there's a real sort of vibe with Mm. the country racing Mm. at the moment. And I would have to agree. I've been lucky enough to get out to a few of the meetings. I was at Burren Beat on uh, New Year's Day and it was a terrific crowd. It was just such a good atmosphere. It was a really warm day, so everyone was trying to find some shade. But um, I think one of the biggest crowds they've had there in a long time. So it's really a buzz the country circuit at the moment, which is great. How good was the Burren? Beat Cup when they took off the 600 <laughs> bone crusher our way with star all over again. It was, it really was. I was, uh, I had a, a couple of shillings on Ashy Boy and yeah. I thought, oh, I could be in a little bit of strife here, but no, they were off and gone. It was a great battle and uh, and great to see as well re- for a young up and coming trainer in Pat Kearney. I reckon the crowd would have gone crazy with that because it's just it's great to see a two horse war. It is. No, it was really good. Just a, a sensational crowd all day. So um, no, they were up and about. That is for sure. Yeah, someone else who was at Bar and Beat on, on New Year's Day was Tom Conlon. He had a winner on the day as well, and he joins us on Big V Racing. Good morning to you, Tom. Thanks for your time. No worries at all. How are you guys? Um, well, thanks. You must have enjoyed Bar and Beat a whole lot more, training a winner on the day as well. Yeah, no, Bar and Beat's one of my moments because it's five minutes from home, and um, yeah, to get a winner makes it a lot better. <laughs> I'm looking at uh, Valentino up on the pace. Tom, I'm tipping you've got to be on the pace of Baron Beat or you could be in a spot of froth and trouble. Yeah, I think that was uh, my own second runner at Baron Beat. So, um, yeah, you've got to be up on pace and sort of the first two or three. Around that bend, the first two and three home. Now, Tom, I, I hope I've got this right, but I believe it was also your little boy Archie's first day at the races, so potentially he could have been your good luck charm. Yes, no, it was. Um, he's seven weeks old, and oh. it was his first day at the races, and, yeah, he'll be coming all the time now. Did he back a winner? That's the most important thing, Tom. <laughs> get him <laughs> get him early. Yeah. Start him young, yeah. That's it. Now, Tom, how many horses have you got in work? Uh, we've only got five at the moment, um, just a small team. Um but, yeah, no, they they all seem to be running well at the moment. I see those fields. Are, I think they're out for the weekend now, so we've got confirmation. Do you take Luminara to, to Werribee and Titans to Mornington? Is that right? Yes, yes, that's correct. That's correct. Um, Luminara, will be, he worked really well um, during the week, and she, she's one at the track and distance, so I think she'll be hard to beat. And, yeah, Titans is going to Mornington. Now, Tom, you were a barrier attendant at one stage, weren't you, at the VRC? Yeah, I still am. I still am. Um, still work on the barriers um, probably two, three times a week. What's been the worst horse you've ever had to load? Because, <laughs> I mean, sometimes they can just jack up and they don't want to go in. <laughs> um, oh, you've put me on the spot. The worst horse. I had a pretty bad incident at Kite one day with one of Anthony Cosgrove's horse, Fleet Dreams. It flipped over on top of me and, yeah, I got stuck there for a while. Um, but that was probably the worst incident I've had. 
They're dangerous little caper because they can let fly, they can cow kick, they can lash out anything at all. Yeah, that's it, that's it. They're sort of 500 kilos and um, if they want to get out, um, it's pretty hard to stop them sometimes. Now, Tom, talk to us about your training operation. I believe you made the move to Ballarat a couple of years ago. How was that transition? Because I imagine setting up at a whole new training facility and learning the tracks and, and all different things that you've got there would be a little bit of a challenge in itself. Yeah, look, it, it hasn't, hasn't been too bad. I was sort of um, lucky enough. We're just slowly setting up our farm, me and my partner, Nikki, And um, I was lucky enough to get a chance to ride... Um, a bit of work for Andrew Noblet and just learn a little bit off him, um, the way he sort of works his horses and the different tracks and using the uphill track and all sorts of things. So, um, yeah, got a little bit of a bit of a lesson there with him. And, no, things are going well at the moment. What about Ballarat to train? Um, Tom, how's that been for you? Are you enjoying training in Ballarat? Yeah, no, I love Love Ballarat. I reckon, um, yeah, the tracks are good. The sand tracks are good. That um, uphill track is really good. They've got another uphill um, track that's out of order at the moment. But, yeah, no, really happy with the um, setup there at the moment. It's good. Do you find that straight track is good for horses that might have uh, a few leg issues? Yeah, 100%. Gets gets sort of the weight off their front legs. Um if you're going up there nice and slow, no, it's really beneficial. Now, Uncle Jimmy doesn't mind a bet. Uh, have you got the same sort of blood running through your veins, Tom? Um, yes, yes, to a degree. I'm, I'm having a bit of a break of that right, at the moment. Um, Not wounded, are you? No, yeah, just just um, got a couple of them wrong every now and then, and you just decide to just to give that a break and um, just concentrate on training winners yeah like, like most people i think we ebb and flow with how active we are with our betting hey uh tom i've got to ask you about a win earlier in the year which I, i've got no doubt was was very special to you when you took out the uh the frank conlon memorial at, at kyton named after your late father um that must have just been a, a really special moment in your in your life yeah no that was that was a um really special day for the for the family as well um Everyone was up there. It was, I think we had 50 or 60 people up there. And, um, no, it was, yeah, it meant, meant a lot. And yeah, it was a lot. Um, it felt like a big race. It was mm. just a maiden at Cotton, but, um, it was a big race to us. How much planning went into targeting that race? Was it, was it, uh, on the agenda a long way out? Yeah, about, um, I had it penciled in for those two horses. I had two runners in it and, um, yeah, it was about three months plan. I was pretty, pretty adamant that I was really going to go there and try and win it. Mm. Um, yeah, so it was a plan. Um, yeah, for about three months. Tom, what do you sort of focus on mostly? Is it pre-trainers or is it tried racehorses or are you looking to, to head to the sales? Um, what do you sort of have mainly throughout your stable? Um, we've, ma- we've got a few young horses. Um, we've mainly got um, tried horses at the moment. I've got um, obviously that Lady Doyne zip it up. They they came from Kyneton, um, just a little breeder in Kyneton um, that gave me an opportunity with them. Um, but yeah, I like to jump online on English and try and find 
find a couple of cheap ones and just cheap ones with um, sort of problems or bad manners or something like that and just try and fiddle around with them. Do you find you're able to get a better quality horse on the online auctions now, Tom? Once it was like, you know, caveat empty, let the buyer beware when you bought one online. Hmm. Yeah, no, it's definitely hard to find find them online too, just especially because of the price. They're um, they're really they are going for some money at the moment as well. Yeah, the COVID changed all that, didn't? All of a sudden, online auctions became unbelievably popular. Yeah, it just became the way to do it for a while there, didn't it? I just remember a little saying I think you need to write down a whack in your back pocket. Money lost, nothing lost, confidence lost, everything lost when you're on the punt, Tom. <laughs> that, that is true, <laughs> yeah. Uncle Jim would remember that one, I reckon, that they had on. No, he's told me a few stories. <laughs> hey, he didn't mind a lash. I knew him from Caulfield days. He didn't mind a punt, did he? No, he loved it. He loved it. Um and it, yeah, it is good when you get a result. <laughs> yes. Well, Tom, if we're having a bet this weekend, should we have any money on Luminara or Titans? Oh, look, I think they're both they're both going to be um, good each way chances. Um, they both work super during the week, and yeah, I'm happy, really happy with both of them. So, All right, um, well, yeah, good each way chances. We will keep a very close eye on them. Hey, I uh, appreciate your time jumping on Big V Racing this morning. Good luck over the weekend. You've got the team going well. No worries. Thanks, guys. Tom Conlon uh, joining Thanks, Tom. us. There you had a winner on. Did you catch him uh, on Bar and Beat Cup Day, Nikita? Did you back his horse? I didn't. Uh, no, missed that one, of course. It was, um, yeah, it was a bit of a, a tough day at Bar and Beat, uh, punting-wise, I would say. Mm, so, well, things went good, <laughs> yeah, Nikita. The on-course bookies walked away with a smile <laughs> yeah. on their face. Uh, we need to go to a break on Big V Racing. Welcome back to Big V Racing there. Four minutes away from the first at Shepparton in the Greyhounds this morning. Cosy, what about this text message? Uh, Matt Stewart got Dino's quarter yesterday, so mm. before he bolts, snip him. What are the odds on us getting any cash off Matty Stewart uh, this morning? Be like putting your hand into a cage with a tie pan. <laughs> how, he's, how he's got the zero up, the big donut. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Who's, oh. been the, who's the worst snipper you've ever come across? Oh, I can't name him. No, so, <laughs> right, that's better. Oh, Actually, a, you have told me that story. Former no. well-known yeah. journo, snippy one day at the races. wasn't for a lot, but he's yeah. obviously cast. Yeah. And um, I thought, oh, I'll get it back. <laughs> Never he's, seen it. Oh, it took about six months. Oh. And I thought, it's oh, interesting. He must have been going bad for a long time. But anyway. Okay, so with interest rates now, Cosy, it wouldn't be a bad result if they yeah. ever actually got back no, to you. that had short arms and long pockets. One <laughs> yes. or the other, I don't know. It's a bad uh, complaint in a racetrack. I'll give you the tip. <laughs> and when you see him, and I'll give you the tip, when someone owes you currency and you see him turn up at the races and tracky dacks and hiding up the back, you know, straight away, they're in strife. Yeah, exactly right. <laughs> I uh, want to be the invisible person. Have you had much experience with snippers, Nikita? Uh, no. No. Probably. Hangs around with a far better class of person than you are. Best way to keep them away is to probably say no, I would say. Yes. Uh, this is Big V Racing and the Country Racing Show. You're with Matt Nevitt, Nikita Ross and Sean Cosgrove. We'll go to Shepherd in a moment for the first. Australia are two for 221 in the cricket. But Billy Egan's joined us on the line and um, it's great to catch up with Billy Egan because we've got the Mansfield picnics this weekend and uh, it's also an opportunity for us to find out how Billy's going with his body. Uh, good morning to you, Billy. Thanks for your time. Hey guys. How you going? Well, thank you, mate. Where do we find you this morning? Uh, I'm in Perth. I've come over... Damien Lane gets married this Saturday, so I'm over here for the week leading up to it. That'll be a big week. Yeah, it's been big. I just woke up. Mm. <laughs> are, you, are you part of the bridal party or are you just a wingman? No, I'm just a wingman. Yeah. 
So yeah, you're free. You don't have to really behave, Billy. I'm probably going to be put on some sort of behaviour curve. <laughs> now, I will say, Billy, I was ever so slightly concerned with the time difference that you may not take the call, but um, great to have you on the show. Uh, Mansfield Cup this weekend, obviously growing up in Mansfield, I'm sure you've attended plenty over the journey. Yeah, it's a great day. Um, they also used to have a really good day on Boxing Day. I wish I still had that meaning because everyone that doesn't get to see each other Christmas Day and that it was a huge catch-up Boxing Day was always a really good meeting but um, I wish they got that one back just for the community because I reckon they'd appreciate it but each race meeting they have because it's such a small town everyone rallies and gets there and has a really good day Have you spoken to your uncle about the track? He's obviously a trainer but he's also the track manager there at Mansfield what sort of order is it in? Do you know? Uh, it would always be in pretty good order I remember um, when we were apprentices there he always had us on the track there mowing it <laughs> doing the sprinklers and watering it. So it, I don't know how much he does himself, but he always had one of us kids doing it for him. So oh, he's a good say, delegator, was he? Yeah, he was. I think it's called slave labour, isn't it, Billy? <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> Big V Racing, you're with Matt Nevitt, Nikita Ross and Sean Cosrove on uh, the Country Racing Show on this Thursday. Billy Egan's on the line. He's joined us on a little holiday over to Perth ahead of Damien Lane's wedding this weekend. And uh, we've also got the Mansfield picnic races uh, on this weekend which we've touched on Billy but I want to ask you about your, your body at the moment because you've been out of the saddle since August um, what exactly what exact injuries have you sustained um, so I had two separate operations on my arm I ended up with compartment syndrome in my arm um, and that w- that was actually quite bad but it only took maybe eight weeks or just a little more to actually come good with rehab and physio it actually healed quite quickly just for, for the amount of damage that was done but I snapped my PCL in the back of my knee as well and that's what's held me up so it's probably about 90% now but I've had to do a lot of rehab with that and I'd say hopefully by the end of January I, I can probably look to get back riding truck work Billy what is compartment syndrome how does it affect you? Um, so the uh, look, oh, look. Uh, uh, Obviously, it's memory loss for the sounds of it, is it? <laughs> yeah. Um, so the whole, it, it sort of clashed my bicep muscle and you end up with um, a blood clot sort of in your arm and it stops all the blood and nerves running down your arm, so it numbs your arm and then uh, your arm sort of swells up and sort of it starts exploding from the inside outwards. Jeez. Yeah. And um, so then they've got to get to that as quick as I can and cut the blood clot out and release all the pressure before, yeah. Pretty dangerous. Yeah, it sounds pretty, yeah, it sounds pretty, pretty serious if, if you weren't able to get on top of that. Yeah, well, I was, I was lucky I was in the hospital. If I was any longer, um, yeah, that's when people end up with their arms or legs yeah. getting cut off. I would imagine too, Billy, it's quite frustrating. You have had other injuries over over the journey, but to have your arm and your leg, it's not just one area that you've got to focus on with rehab. I would imagine that it would be fairly intense, the rehab that you've got to do for both. Yeah, it was. Oh, and just like just general stuff around the house, like you want to get dressed or have a shower, you got an arm and a sling and a leg brace on your leg. Like you, you're practically bloody helpless for yourself. It's just a pain in the ass. Uh- and the timing of it all, Billy, um, you you were in absolutely sensational form in August. You, you'd ridden more than 10 winners that month. It must have been even more frustrating. Yeah, it was. That that really sort of got to me a little bit, um, especially just because of leading in the spring. Mm. And, like, 
was, I was riding 54 every Saturday too, and that takes a lot of work. That just took a lot of work to sort of get my body to that stage and just knowing that um, I'm going to have to go back through all of that again now. Like you're just knowing that um, it just takes so much work to get to where you are and then it's all just sort of taken away a bit suddenly. Do you have that drive and that motivation to get back there, Billy, or is it something mentally that is a bit of a, a battle um, going through what you've gone through or are you really, you know, do you have that fire in your belly to, to get back there? Uh, I definitely do, but it's probably going to have to take a little bit of work and that because at this stage I've probably got used to living a pretty enjoyable life, eating and drinking. It's just, like, I definitely want to ride again. It's just probably mentally dieting and losing the weight and going through that battle again is probably just the hardest one. But once you sort of get on top of it and start seeing a little bit of a result, then you get more, then it leads you on to do, want to do more. Billy, when you come back, where will you base yourself to ride work? You ride a lot of race riding for Paddy Payne. Uh, where will you, where will you ride work? Yeah, I'll, I'll start at Patrick, um, and I'll probably spend a bit of time going back into Nick Lines as well since I started to strike up a bit of an association with him as well before I fell. So I'd, I'd probably look at, I'd definitely, definitely 100% will be going back to Patrick's, but I'd also probably looking at doing a bit at Nick Lines as well. You, you've had such a great association with Paddy Payne for a long time. He, I find him such an interesting character. Obviously he was a star jockey and, um, he's a, he's a gun trainer now. Hardly anyone places their horses better, especially at, at this time of year. What do you, what is it about Paddy Payne that makes him so good? Uh, it's probably just realistic. Sees it how it is. And like you said, places and where, where they should be winning, um, doesn't get carried away with anything. Um, yeah, I'd say he's just very, he's not over optimistic about things. He, yeah, he just sees it how it is and, and that's, and that's how he plays it. Always seems to give him soft trials. Uh, there's plenty that have hard trials, but it's probably just uh, early on that they, they do have a lot of soft trials, or they do have soft trials between runs just to mm. keep them ticking over. But plenty of those young horses going to their, getting ready for their first start, they'll, they'll always uh, have, have a tough one just to give them that bit of edge. Like They won't be too soft. Billy, just uh, looking back at Mansfield, I believe your mother Sarah will be there with her pizza business, so you certainly do have a, a real family involvement there. Are there any sort of local trainers that we should potentially keep an eye out for the, those of us heading to uh, to the track? Um, I think I, I definitely know Drew to be there, but local trainers, there's always only Teddy Bell who's, who passed away now. He always, always was a good picnic trainer. And uh, Ronnie Tate, I'm pretty sure Ronnie Tate still holds a life, and so I haven't looked at the fields, but he might have a runner, but otherwise I'd just say it's Gerald. What's the local pizza business uh, called, Billy? We'll give that a plug. Uh, Flaming Pizzas. So uh, Mum hooks that up on the, the wood fire stove and hooks it up on the back of the ute and drives it down there, and they're bloody unreal. What's the best one? What? Oh, I like the lamb one with the tzatziki sauce on top Ooh, of it. Oh, yeah. Very racy, that. <laughs> yeah. Now, Billy, Maddie Stewart gave you up. He said, uh, as a little tacker, there used to be a parade in Mansfield, and he proudly proclaimed that you would strut along in front twirling a baton, which sounded rather exciting to us. Yeah, we, yeah uh, it was. Uh, it had to have been, no, kind of in this weekend every year. Oh, I can't remember, but I do remember the parade. I just can't remember what weekend, but, yeah, we went. Yeah, there was every part of Mansfield. Like there was the fire truck, the police, and then there was the horses and everything. Yeah, I, to, I think there was myself, Gerald, my cousin Jack, my brothers Vic and James. And there was a big group of us. But yeah, I do remember that. Yeah, it was really good. 
you were like the little cheerleader by the sounds of it up front, the way Matty described it. Yeah, I probably would have been front and centre, that's for sure, enjoy. <laughs> oh, well, hopefully you're front and centre this weekend yeah. at the wedding. Uh, Billy, enjoy yourself. Enjoy your time uh, in Perth. The weather's not all that crash hot here in Melbourne at the moment, so you're not missing out on too much. Uh, enjoy your week away, and hopefully we get to see you back in the saddle in the not-too-distant future, mate. No, it's good evening, guys. Have a good one. Good on you, Billy. Yeah, great to have a chat to Billy Egan uh, about all things uh, himself, his injuries at the moment, and also head of the Manf- uh, Mansfield races this weekend, which I'm sure will be a bumper event, Nikita. It looks like a lot of fun. I was watching a, a video that they put together of it. Um, I think it was from early uh, last year. It might have been around February they had a race meeting there. And, uh, yeah, it looked like a great day out. Yeah, I haven't been there for years. Many years ago, I was there on uh, Melbourne Cup Day, and obviously they lost their Melbourne Cup Day meeting this year. So this is the first one they've had for a for a fair while, Mansfield. So I can't wait to get out there. And you just really can't beat the atmosphere yeah. of picnic races, great as fun. we've spoken about. It's great. How many times a year do they race at Mansfield? I believe it's just a twice. Two yeah, meetings, the two meetings. Yep. Um, yeah, Melbourne Cup Day. and it's a small track too, well. isn't it? Is it a small track? I think so, yeah. yeah. I've, I've probably, it's been a good 10 years since I've been there. So, um, yeah, I can't quite remember. Remember, but uh, I'll let you know next week. All right, look forward to it. Hey, uh, what caught your eye over the last week or so, Cosy? Well, a couple of things, and probably the obvious was Aaron Lynch riding five at Hanging Rock, which mm. was just about. But also on the same day, Garrett Lynch tra- trained yes. for treble. Yep. And I thought that was a great effort as well to, to turn up there and provide three of the winners. And the other thing that stood out to me was Hannah Edgeley is riding very well at the moment. She got a, a double the other day, and she's just booting them home nicely. Yep, great call. There's a lot of those... Um, emerging jockeys mm. that are making a bit of a name for themselves over the last couple of weeks while a lot of the superstars take a bit of time off and ride elsewhere. So it's great to see. Uh, Nikita, what caught your eye? I'm heading back to Burren Beach and there was a maiden winner there, Bulgaria. Uh, Annabelle Nation paid $500,000 for this horse at the Magic Millions and it's had two other trainers since um, that haven't given it a start. And then Ballarat trainer Anthony Cosgrove mm. paid 6000 for this horse online. Um, and I was actually standing there, had the video camera out, taking a photo of the, the crowd and the finish, and there was really, really exciting emotional connections in front of me, which I captured on uh, on camera. Oh, and brilliant. I thought that was great. But then I learnt afterwards that... The horse, um, they were, it was actually, they were wearing colours that were designed by Anthony's son, Rowan, who tragically took his life in July um, before actually getting to see the colours win. Yep. So uh, the horse broke the maiden and um, in those colours, that was why connections were so emotional and excited. And um, I've got goosebumps even yeah, thinking what about a great it now story. because it was um, just one of those ones you think a maiden winner, you know, that, that's fantastic. Mm. But then you learn afterwards how much it actually meant to the family. Mm. So um, that caught my eye. And um, yeah, well done to the, the whole Cosgrove family for, for getting that winner on uh, on New Year's Day at yeah. If there's anyone out there telling you that racing's a cruel sport or something like that, just tell them a story like that. That's mm. what it's all about, isn't it, Cosie? Yeah, the emotion. No, but I tell you, it brings mm. a tear to the eye. It certainly does. Well, I'm heading to Burrumbeat as well. Uh, this probably won't bring a tear to your eye, but uh, you would have probably witnessed this, Nikita, and I, I must probably credit Racing.com for, for seeing the footage of it, but the uh, the kids' race yes. that they ran. <laughs> Did you see the performance of the young lad who took it out? He put 25 <laughs> lengths on them. Black caviar. He's stuck under else. the radar of the handicappers <laughs> he did. Um, no, that, well, they had so many. I, I was standing there again with had the camera out, and there was about eight different heats. The kids, mm. I, they yeah. just came from everywhere. They were lining up left, right and centre. So they had all these different heats in age groups and um, it was 
it was great. The, my favourite bit about it was like, he was home and hose, but he still stuck the chest out yeah. like he was at the <laughs> Olympics. And he just wanted to get the extra point one of a second. Funny you mentioned Olympics. <laughs> I'm going to find out his name. Looking about twelve years time where the Olympics are because he's a goer. He puts yeah. in. That's what you want. Yeah, you're good in a handicap, I think. <laughs> oh, right. Hey, uh, what's coming up this week, Nikita? It's a busy week, isn't it? It really is. Uh, we've got stall on Friday, the Grampians Halls Gap Cup, and uh, and then down to Cranbourne for summer nights featuring the piano men um, meeting down there at Cranbourne on Friday night. Uh, Saturday, we've got the Werribee Summer Racing Kids Day Out. Um, as we've spoken about, fantastic um, offers for kids to get out to the race meetings at the moment. We've got the merch packs. We've got free entry, Kelly Sports. So there's just no reason why you wouldn't want to take the kids along. And then Sun- Sunday, we've got uh, the Coroit and Port Ferry Cup Day at mm. Warrnambool. And also, of course, uh, Mansfield, the Marks IGA Mansfield Cup Day, the picnic meeting there. Yep, exactly. If you've got nothing on, if you're on holidays, you're thinking of going to the races, jump on the website, grab a ticket, yep. and uh, get along. There's uh, hardly a better time of the year to, to go to the races. The weather is meant to be sensational over the next week or so. Mm-hmm. So uh, if you are heading along, enjoy it. Nikita, you have a great week. We will do it all again in seven days' time. Look forward to it. So do I. Thanks, guys. Good on you. Thanks, Nikita. Nikita Ross joining us there.